That's it. That's your option this year. You're looking at your option this year. You're literally looking at it. You either can look through a window like David's spouse did, or you can worship like you've never worshiped before. You can dance like you've never danced before. You can praise like you've never prayed. You can pray like you've never prayed before. You can forgive like you've never forgiven before because the glory of Jesus is about to fill your house like never before. If you believe this is that year, five people, if you believe this is that year where the glory of Jesus will fill your house like never your neighbor tell them this is that year tell your other neighbor this is that year 2024 is the year of Psalm 24 it is the year of open doors and glory and there are three words like never before repeat after me like never before for four weeks in a row we have covered this song and this is it this is the message for this church's house for this entire year it's the undergirded truth we talked about the king of glory coming in opening up the doors and the gates, lifting up the heads and watch the king of glory come in. David's timely and prophetic clarion call laid out in Psalm 24 historically came to pass and David danced when it came to pass. He didn't sit down and he wasn't just drinking his latte somewhere. He began to dance. David danced like he never danced before because the glory of God was about to enter Jerusalem for the very first time. You have to do what you've never done before if you want to see what you've never seen before. That's... Second Samuel 6, 14, and David danced before the Lord of all his might, wearing a priestly garment. David and all the people of Israel brought off the ark of the Lord, that's the glory of God in a box, with shouts of joy and the blowing of ram's horns. Michal, his wife, but as the ark of the Lord entered the city, his wife looked down from her window. When she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she was filled with contempt for him. Verse 20, when David returned home to bless his own family, Michal came out to meet him. And she said in disgust, how distinguished the king of Israel looked today. She's being sarcastic, shamelessly exposing himself to the servant girls like any vulgar person might do. And David retorted to Michal, I was dancing before the Lord. In other words, I wasn't doing it for you, boo. I was doing it for him. I worship for him. He chose me. Yes, I'm willing to even look more foolish than this, he said. I'm going to even take this up to the next level, verse 22. Verse 23, so Michal, the daughter of Saul, she remained childless throughout her entire life. So you have a choice. You could either dance or you can stay and criticize. In 2024, you either elevate your praise 
or you're going to be criticizing everything around you, including yourself and your circumstance. You could either be a critic or a worshiper. In 2024, number one, I'm going to go through this quick. In 2024, you will do what you have never done before in order to see what you've never seen before. Repeat after me. In 2024, I will do what I have never done before in order to see what I have never seen before. David danced. David did something new. David did what he did not do before because the glory of God was coming into Jerusalem. Here is the question you must answer. Are you willing to go beyond your comfort zone? Are you willing to draw outside the line? Are you willing to pray what you've never prayed in order to occupy what you've never occupied before? Are you willing to worship like you've never worshiped before in order to experience an atmosphere you've never experienced before? Here's the hard one. Are you willing to forgive like you've never forgiven before in order to be blessed like you've never been blessed before? Are you willing to rest in his promises like never before in order to be more creative than ever before? David danced like never before because he was about to experience the glory of God coming into Jerusalem for the very first time. We are new creations. Repeat after me. I am a new creation. Second Corinthians 5, 17. Anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. We've covered this, Mark 2.22. If you want new wine, a new outpouring, you need to provide to God a new wineskin. So in 2024, let me declare upon everyone here, everyone streaming online, you will do what you have never done before. You will be what you have never been before. You will live like you've never lived before. And in the name of Jesus, in 2024, you will see for the glory of Christ, Jesus in you, with you, for you, and through you, for his glory, like you have never, ever seen before. If you believe that, give him a David kind of praise. Repeat after me like never before. Point number two in 2024, you will worship like never before, and your praise will reach new heights. You will worship like never before, and your praise will reach new heights. And David danced before the Lord of all his might, wearing a priestly garment. I love this. David, all the people of Israel, how many truly here believe this is the same David who said, lift up your heads, open up your gates, here comes the king of glory. How many believe this year is a year of open gates? How many believe this is a year of open doors? How many truly believe this is, this is the year not to look back or look down or look around, but to look up and see Jesus fill your life or your house? So how many are 120% certain that this year, like no other year before, Jesus will be the king of everything in your life? If you believe it, then you need to get ready because in 2024, just like David, your worship expression, your praise... The way you glorify, magnify Jesus, it will reach new heights. You're about to see his glory. You're about to carry his glory. Fill the earth with the glory. You're going to give him all the glory like never before. That means you're going to worship him like never before. And by the way, if already in January you're getting some spiritual pushback, if already the enemy is getting on your nerves, if already the devil's trying to mess with you, 
I want you to know that if he is attacking an area in your life, there's a reason for that. If he's attacking your health, there's a reason for that. If he's attacking your relationships, there's a reason for that. If he's attacking your mind and your thinking, there's a reason for that. If he's attacking your finances, there's a reason for that. I will give you the reason. If the enemy is attacking it in January, it's because God's gonna bless it for the next 11 months. I said, put a smile on your face. Put a praise on your lip. Whatever the enemy is targeting in your life, God is about to bless it like never before. Come on, if this is all you, praise like it's all you. So my question to you is, are you ready to do? David, the glory of God was coming in for the first time. So he did what he never did before. He started dancing and doing it in a radical, very unorthodox way. He did what he never did before. His praise, his worship, his adoration. Praise, worship, your dance. You need to dance like David danced. Because the glory of God, Jesus, is about to come in. And be, some of you know, you, you, the reason your praise is about to go up, and I, like, and I mean, Pastor, what do you, you really believe that our praise should go up? I'm, a, I'm not even going to judge here. Has anyone here ever been in your home by yourself where you got your praise on? Let, no joke. If you've done that, raise your hand. Anybody who ever got their praise on when no one was looking in their home, raise one hand. Anyone who ever got their praise on in such a different way that if people would see you, they would think you're crazy. <laughs> raise both hands. Not good. All right. Has anyone here ever been in your car driving? Anybody had that moment? Anybody had a moment where the Holy Ghost filled your car? And all of a sudden, you just started worshiping and praising, and you had church all by yourself. And you had church like... When I used to go to Penn State, I mean, when I was going to Penn State, from when I was a freshman at Penn State, I would drive my car. And, and I had a 1978 Camaro Z28. Metallic blue Eagle GT tires, tinted windows. Beautiful, man. It was a V8 and it was on fire. I had so much armor on that car. I would go to the driver's seat, come out to the passenger seat, keep on going to the other side. You think I'm making that up? That's, that's, that's real. That's, that's how I got married because that car one day got hit. We, I got, thank God I wasn't in it. And I got it because I wanted to marry that beautiful young looking, that girl. It was either her or Jennifer Lopez. I chose her. No Jenny from the block, baby. I chose you. That's my story. <laughs> and that car got hit, and, and that's how I got my engagement ring, and we lived happily ever after. But, but, but so help me God, so this is before phones, cell phones, right? So this, before, it, no, it was the beginning of cell phones, beginning of the, the big ones, the big cell phones back in the day. They were like this, they were like, And, but, be, so, but at that time, you would have them in your car because they were ginormous. And, and so I would drive, and I would drive from my, to Penn State, and I would get filled with the Spirit. And I'm driving by myself like 7 o'clock in the morning going to Penn State, and the Holy Ghost would fill me. I would, just, I would just go all in. Just like I preach, I pray. I'm all in. And a truck drivers would pass by me. Beep, beep. 
the windows would be fogged up. I'd be like, ooh, glory to God, driving all in. I'm telling you, we've become too sophisticated recently. We, 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 got, we got AI, we got tech, we got things, we got so many. We need old school, Holy Ghost, worship, David dancing. I said, we need some devil rebuking, demon binding, blood washed, David dancing, worshiping free. I don't care if they criticize me. I don't care if they call me emotional. The reason I praise the way I praise because I still believe that God inhabits. Does anybody here still believe that God shows up in the praises of his people? Psalm 22, verse 3. Does anybody here still believe that God is not seeking church members or influencers or robotic followers? God is seeking those who worship him in spirit and in truth. And how many here know that praise is a weapon? Oh, only three of you. How many know praise is a weapon? We do everything by the book. Judges chapter 1, verse 2. The people of Israel were about to fight, and God said, "Uh uh-uh, before you guys with the swords and you guys with the armor fight, Judah goes first. Praise goes first. In 2024, every devil that shows up against you, don't whine, don't complain, don't get depressed. Open up your mouth and give God your best praise and watch God fight your battle. Somebody say, Judah goes first. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, my praise is a weapon. Tell your other neighbor, I'm not kidding, my praise is a weapon. Tell them this year, I'm going to elevate my worship. I'm going to elevate my praise. I'm going to dance like never before. I'm going to rejoice like never before. I'm going to give God glory like never before. I'm going to lift up the name of Jesus like never before. I'm going to pray in the spirit like never before. I'm going to magnify God. Let them criticize you. Critic. Criticize you. The reason that they just don't know. They just don't know. The reason people don't, they judge your worship and praise and they call it emotionalism, culturally contextualized. People, they just don't know. David, David, the glory of God's coming in for the first time. So David's going crazy. He's going like, we've never seen this before. I'm going to put on my praise like I've never done it before. But and, and, and his, his wife, they, they just don't know. The pe- people just don't know. They think they know who you are. They, they judge you based on what they read or see, but they don't know. They think they know. They think they know you by what they, what they read on Facebook and see on Facebook. They don't know. They think they know who you are by your Instagram account. No, man. They don't know because we only post our victories and our battles on Instagram and Facebook. Huh? We don't post the hell we've been through. So they don't know the bears and the lions. We had to defeat when nobody was watching. Huh? They don't know the giants that came against us where we had to pick up some stones and we said, you come against me with a sword and a javelin but I come against you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies they don't know they just don't know they don't know what you've been through they don't know what you've survived you don't know they don't know the devils and the demons you have to rebuke playing your heart worshiping believing God they don't know so the way you worship and the way you praise it's what is a manifestation of your journey It is the collective of the trajectory of what you've been through. Your praise is your book. 
Your worship is your song. Everything you've been through. So don't judge. When you see someone else worshiping different from you, you don't know what they went through to get to where they're at today. Am I preaching anybody here? I've said it before, I'll say it again. Some of us, some of us here shouldn't even be here right now. Some of us, according to the enemy, some of us should be right now somewhere in an alley after getting drunk and high last night. Some of us should be in a hospital room right now. Some of us should be in jail right now. Some of us should be broken, discombobulated right now. And to be honest, according to the devil's plans, some of us should be six feet under right now. But guess what? It's January 2024. You're not in an alley. You're not in a hospital room. You're not in jail. You're not broken, busted, and disgusted. You are in God's house, lifting up the name of Jesus. Is there anybody here willing to dance like David dance? Praise like David praise. Worship like David worship. Lift up your hands. This is real quick today. I'm done. Are there any questions? Wave your hands raised. It's going to be a quick one. I know, I know. There's a, I get all that, but Hebrews 13, 15. Right there is, you're standing already. Good, stand. You're, well, I guess stand with me. You're not standing. Hebrews 13, 15. We no longer up, offer up, watch this, a steady stream of blood sacrifices, but through Jesus, we will offer up to God a steady stream of praise sacrifices. These are the lambs we offer from our lips that celebrate his name. That is a powerful verse. Well, what, what is the Lord telling you right there today? In 2024, do what you've never done before in order to see what you've never seen before. Are you ready for this? Behold, I do a new thing. Isaiah 43, 19. God says, I want to do a new thing. Why don't you tell God, hey, I'll match you. You're going to do a new thing in me, with me, for me, and through me for your glory. I'm going to give you a new wineskin. Mark 2.22. I'm going to give you a new version of me found in the finished work of Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Galatians 2.20. I'm going to give you a Romans 6.3 version of me. I'm baptized in the fullness of Christ. Yeah, that's me. So I'm going to, I'm going to elevate my worship this year, Lord. I'm going to elevate my praise. I don't mean just in church. By the way, if you think this is a, on Sunday, get excited about Jesus thing, you missed it. I'm talking about Monday through Sunday. Let all your actions, words, deeds, and thoughts give Jesus all of the glory and praise like David prays. Dance like David dance. You ready? You know what David did? Dance. Dance for me. Uh, David danced and he took off his royal robe. He, by the way, he wasn't in underwear. That whole, that, that is out of context. A lot of people have preached. He was in his undies, his tidy whities No, he wasn't. No, David was not Magic Mike, man. Get it off. That's, that's just, 
you're off. That's not true. Hebrew exegete, that's not what happened. He took off his royal robe. He put on his priestly robe. You know why he took off his royal robe? His wife was really mad. You know, you're, you're a king wherever you go. You can't, how can you stop being a king? You're showing the people you can stop being king. No. You know what David was saying? Hey, when I'm around the presence of God, I'm not the king. He's the king. There's only one king in your house. I said there's only one king in your family. Only one king in your life. Only one king over your marriage. Only one king over your health. Only one king over your faith. Oh, hail King Jesus! King of kings and Lord of lords, that's Jesus. He reigns supreme. So take off your title. Approach his presence with your testimony. Ah, if you're getting this, lift up your hand. The real you must worship the real God. David took off the accolades of man in order to, get, to give God the highest praise. Here he is. It's time to become who you already are. The last, very last point. Come here. This is your choice this year. You're either going to worship, dance, praise, believe. And I just, I mean that physically, but more spiritually, prophetically. A posture, mentally, spiritually, in every regard of just continual gratitude to heaven. Every day. Don't be distracted. The enemy's trying to distract. Nuh-uh. You just praise, dance, worship. And, or you have this choice. You have a choice of being a critic. That all you do is criticize. She criticized. Anybody know what was the punitive consequence of her criticism? What, was, what does the Bible say? As punishment for her criticism, what happened? A what? Barren. She never had kids. Stop. The reason why you're not giving birth to anything may be because you have a critical spirit. Stop criticizing. Stop being critical. Stop being critical. A critical spirit will impede you from giving birth. A, a critical spirit will make you barren. A critical spirit will stop you, will, will close up your fertile prophetic womb from giving birth to anything. Stop being critical. And I know, listen, of, let me tell you, stop being critical of, of the people around you, the people you love. What does that mean? But they're all messed up. This guy's a drug addict. That girl did this. Stop it. Stop repeating what the devil wants you to repeat. Stop calling your family members lost. Stop calling them alcoholics and drug addicts. Flip it. Look at your family. I don't care if today they're drunk. I don't really care. You need to say, my family is saved, blessed, highly favored. They will see the glory of God. Prophesy. Declare God's titles and nomenclatures and descriptors upon them. Don't reiterate what the enemy wants you to reiterate. Nah, 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 nah. So don't be critical with the people. And don't be critical. Don't be critical of other believers. Careful. That, that you got to be careful. Even some of those believers that are not too strong. Don't, no, no, no. You don't know what God is doing in them. You haven't seen the end results. You don't know what God is doing. God is in the process. 
So when you see a believer slip, if you see a believer fall, if you hear something about a believer, instead of going like, oh, I can't, no, you need to just start believing God in the name of Jesus. You're not done with them yet. You're going to show the world your glory. You need to say the devil will not win. Repeat after me. The devil. Oh, somebody prays like you just meant what you said. Final one, stop being so critical of yourself. Yourself. Who's your biggest critic? If you are your biggest critic, raise your hand. And God's going like, why are you insulting what I call wonderful? I call you beautiful in the finished work of Christ. Ephesians 2.10. You are his workmanship created in his image. You're beautiful. You are his masterpiece. So stop being so critical of yourself. No. Speak prophetically. Worship. Praise. If you believe, if you come in agreement that this year, you will not be that. You will be this. If that's you, no joke. Ready? Where's Edward? Edward, leave. Union break. Come here, Edward. Are you ready, Edward? Here's what we're going to do. I know this is different, but work with me here. If you... If you are going to, hmm, and not going to, hmm, then, by the way, I had an option today. I could have had Sean dancing like that. <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. No joke. We're going to see God's glory. In the past week, I told my wife this. In the past month, in the past week, I've seen more people come to Jesus. This past month, in the past four weeks, we have seen more people receive Jesus as Lord and Savior than all other years we've ever had in the history of our church. This past week, I saw a breakthrough. I'm producing another film. It's about... Uh, Will Ford and Matt Lockett, about two young men who met each other in the steps of the Washington Capitol, right about uh, 2001, Lou Engel's the call in D.C. And these two guys met for the first time when they were about to hit the stage for the first time. They look at each other and they started talking and Will Ford had a kettle which, since he's had in his family from 1845. He's African-American and, and he has this thing about when his ancestors were slaves, they would hide their heads to pray because the masters, they would kill them if they would pray or learn how to read. So they would put a kettle where they would cook, flip it, hide their heads in the kettle so they wouldn't hear their prayers because they like to pray out loud. So, so they would pray and then the guy over here says, that's interesting, you're about to go up with this kettle. So where are you from? Where are you from? This is it. They're, they're right here next together, about to go up on stage. This guy found out that the white guy that was asking this black guy who he was, that is the descendant, the great-great-grandson of the master that owned his family back in the day where the kettle was used. They, they go, that's impossible. Well, Ancestry.com and 23andMe confirmed it. Yep, they, they come, they, that was the in him. And now they're going around the world telling everybody there's power in the name of Jesus to bring people together. <laughs> Who does that? Right? Billions of people, you end up with a guy, right? It has to be God. So I'm making this into a movie. And, and, and we, 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 we have everything. We have something called the torch and all that laid out. And we're ready to go. And this week, we received great news, breakthrough, that we got funding for this movie to hit the screens all over the world. What do I say that? 
Because I do it for him, boo. Why, do, why is your church worshiping God the way? It's not about, I don't do it for, I do it for him. We believe and we praise and we worship for him. We give him all the glory. 1 Corinthians 10.31, so we're going to do this. We have to hurry. Here it is. We're going to do it. All I want you, this is different. All I want you to do, we're going to start to rejoice and give God glory. And I want you to give God a praise you've never given him before. Find it. So you say, Pastor Sam, I'm not a dancer. Oh, I've seen some of your videos. <laughs> and you're right, you're not a dancer. But the point is, you're, you're, take it from me, I am terrible. I, I'm the only guy, I'm the only one in my family that has like no rhythm. Am I right? You have no rhythm too? You genetically received it from me. We, I have no rhythm, no rhythm, no rhythm. And, but I'm going to dance in the presence of God. I'm going to dance. Final story. So help me God, he bears witness. In one of the most difficult chapters of my entire life, my entire life, no one was around. My wife wasn't around. No one was around. I closed the door of my bedroom and I'm broken. I'm discombobulated and I'm, I'm in pieces, crying and I don't cry, jacked up. And I, I just heard the Lord say, go ahead, go ahead. I got you. I got you. My glory is coming to rescue you. My glory is coming to rescue you. I'm, go, I'm coming to the rescue. I'm coming your way. I'm coming your way. I'm coming your way. So I closed the door and I looked around, nobody around me. And I went, no music. I just danced. I just started dancing. And that dance ushered in a breakthrough that gave me victory that enabled me to be here today. So it's not, oh, it's an emotional expression of charismatic spirit and power, Pentecostal God. Oh, stop it. Get over yourself. Again, you think you know me, but you don't know me. You don't know the bears and the lions and the giants I had to slay. So I'm not going to judge your worship. You're not going to judge my worship. At the count of three, final worship. Let let's God know. The glory is coming my way. Ready? One, two, three. Give God that kind of worship right now.
close your eyes for a second. Pastor Sam, I'm like that lady in the window. All I do is criticize me, my people, my life, my journey, my family, my friends, my world, my everything. I'm just a critic. Now I know why I'm barren and I'm not giving birth to anything. Because the words that come out of my mouth place a lid on my spiritual womb. I've been critical. I'm not a worshiper, I'm a critic of my purpose, of my destiny, of God. Always going, God, why did you, why did you, why did you, why me, why? I get it. Pastor Sam, I need to get my life right with God. My life is not right with God. I need Jesus in my life. I've had everything else in my life but Jesus. I've had sex, I've had drugs, I've had alcohol, I've had money, I've had career, I've had ego, I've had pride, but I've never had Jesus. Give me 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 Jesus. If that's your cry today, right here where you're at, go ahead. If you've never ever said, Jesus, you're the king of my everything. Come in, save me, deliver me, heal me. I'm giving you everything. If you want that to take place today, if you want that to take place, I want you to raise your right hand right there where you're at. Go ahead, where there where you're at. Just say, yeah, I, I need to get my life right with God. Where are you? Let me see you. I see you, I see you, I see you. Everyone who's saying, yeah, I need to get my life right with God. Give me Jesus. I, I, I want you to come out of your seat. I'm gonna warn you when you come out, we're gonna shout and celebrate you because hashtag, this is the best day ever. So come out of your seat and join me. Go ahead. I wanna pray for you right here. I wanna pray for you right here. Come on, if you raise your hand, come, there it is. There it is, come on. Come on, give me Jesus. Come on, give me Jesus. Come on, give me Jesus. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. We'll wait for you, come on. We'll wait for you, we'll wait for you, we'll wait for you. We will wait. We're, we're in overtime now. We in OT right now. We're in overtime right here. Come on. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Wow. Beautiful new season. Search out your hands. Everyone here, you're all created in the image of God, and God has purpose for each and every one of you. Every lie of the enemy dies today. Every sin is forgiven. Every generational curse is broken. Every addiction comes to an end. Depression, anxiety, fear, sin, confusion shrivel up today in the wonderful name of Jesus. Today, you will be set free. Not for a day, by the way. Not even for a week or a month. You're going to be set free forever and never and never and never. I want everyone here to repeat after me. Ready? Heavenly Father. I open up my gates. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart 
that Jesus is Lord, that he is Savior of my life, my family, and of the world, that he died on the cross to forgive all of my sins, past, present, and future. And on the third day, you raised him from the dead, giving me eternal life, new life, and abundant life. From this moment on, I'm in your hands and nothing can remove me from your presence. I am saved. Somebody give God praise.